this is The Dastardly Gentleman. Today is July 9th, 2016, and with me I have Frank. Say hello, Frank. Hello. And also introducing Jeremiah. Say hello. Hello. Today we're going to talk about internet gambling. First, let's go ahead and uh, introduce Jeremiah since this is his first podcast. Jeremiah, how does it feel to be a dastardly gentleman? Can he qualify as a gentleman? Given yeah, I mean, he is, he is not dastardly, not a gentleman, and also our resident neckbeard. Hold on, I do, sh- I do keep the neckbeard rather trim, but the other two terms I d- would use pretty, pretty loosely. I don't know, pretty good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, mean, I don't okay. know. I feel, uh, I feel all right. I guess. So, so Jeremiah is our artist. For our website and uh, well, our, our logos, artiste. I mean, he's he's pretty good, and uh, right. we appreciate the work he does for us, and we're glad to have him on here. <laughs> Thank you again. So, Jeremiah, what's your favorite video game? Uh, favorite video game of all time. I'm gonna have to go with World of Warcraft, only <laughs> because that's the video game that I literally have the most time funneled into consecutively until you got pokemon go until i got pokemon go now i'm pretty sure that i haven't logged into world of warcraft in like three days how much weight do you think you're gonna lose playing pokemon go all of it Um, (laughs) i'm pretty sure that i'm actually just going to become like a ghastly and just die and become a ghost (laughs) he's gonna have he's gonna have thighs like jean-claude van damme from doing all the walking and biking he's gonna have to get special shorts I'm going to look like an Ethiopian Tom Cruise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the internet gambling situation. <gasps> scandal. There was a recent scandal involving Counter-Strike Global Offensive. The two YouTubers responsible who shall remain nameless because they are fucks and I will not talk about them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. You're welcome. Yeah. No, he's uh, got your bag. <laughs> so... When it comes to Counter-Strike Go, what exactly happened? I mean, tell me, Frank, you got the lowdown. So so do you want the lowdown on, like, the, the gambling scene, or do you want it on the on the scandal itself? Like, what blew up? Yeah, what blew up? Okay, so so what blew up was that you have two two pro YouTubers who are, who are dirty dick fucks, and they will not be mentioned. And they are... Oh, man, they're space docking queens. It's terrible. Anyway, so they they basically... They they start their YouTube site channels doing FPS garbage, including CS:GO, and then in the process, they start promoting uh, a new website, new website, to gamble and make money off of the skins that you can buy through the Steam marketplace. Well, they start saying, "Oh, you know, check out this new site that I found, and like they're gonna make a deal with me and whatever for new for skins to be able to do and and whatever." So they're promoting the site. Like it, like they have no interest in it, but in reality, these two guys actually owned it, and they could alter the results of the the lotto as they saw fit. So they're for them, they were having a bunch of people get on their channel and then throw a bunch of money into this pot while they were doing it when they were streaming, and then they would make sure that they won, or they would make sure a certain person won, or or whatever. But while but they never and they never disclosed that they owned any portion of it. To them, it was just 
this is a site that we use. It's fun. Come watch us do it. When in reality, they're sitting there making money off of every transaction, and then they're using it and altering it so that during their live broadcasts, look at how much money I'm able to make. Look at all the $13,000 in skins that I was able to procure. So they're making money off of making money off of making money, and then they're marketing it to their children audience. What do you think, Jer? Well, they were also technically weren't they also skimming off the top on top of that as well because they also got a percentage of whatever right. the pots were. Right. So, so they, they were not only the money, the money, the money. Yeah, not only were they rigging it, but they were basically taking more from that same pot. Right. I think it's garbage. I mean, first off, I don't understand why anybody would spend four, five hundred dollars on a skin. For a game. super old yeah. source game. I mean, like, <laughs> my God, CS:GO looks it's looks it's garish by any stretch of the imagination now. I mean, like with with stuff like like Overwatch and and I'm drawing a blank on any other FPS. Literally Doom. any other <laughs> FPS. Yeah, literally anything FPS that's come out within the last two years, CS:GO looks blocky and shitty. Like by by any stretch, it's just well, awful. As far as quality is concerned, um, I don't think that really matters. I mean, if you go onto Steam right now. On the front page, you can see that they're having a, like a massive worldwide tournament right now, which I don't understand. It's the game is not only super old, but I actually I have played it. I played CS:GO, and I do not understand why people enjoy it. I truly do not because we've got Rainbow Six Siege now, which is like plays much better. It's got better options, and and it's literally the same game except for you can you have more more ability to do things in it. And I guess it doesn't have like the built-in super audience. So it's pretty much outdated, but it's still getting a lot of traffic, basically. Um, it ain't broke. Don't don't fix it. It's like the wheel, man. It's been around forever. Well, I mean, the original Counter Strike was pretty rock solid, even though it looked like ass in comparison to today's standards. Well, yeah. Well, even I mean, it's not like this one is that big of a step up from it. I mean, we're we're talking like literally. Well, I've got it, two steps. It's like it's like off the Half Life Two engine, isn't it? I mean, like, yeah. and, yeah. and and that's. Well, that's like 10 years old, 10, 10 plus years old. Well, so is Team Fortress 2. And Team Fortress yeah, Team 2 Fortress 2 looks like shit, too. But it's yeah. still massive. I mean... Yeah, it's still a garbage game. It's also, yeah, it's also free, and, and they're gambling on it. Yeah. Well, they are, actually. Oh, yeah, well. the whole hat situation. Yeah, they do, ha- they do hats with it. Um, oh. Apparently, like, they're with um, a, Russian, a Russian mafia group was laundering money through the, uh, the purchase and sale of, of uh, TF2 hats. Wow. Which I, I think is fucking hysterical. <laughs> Clearly, I should have been selling hats. Comrade, I wish to launder this money. Do you want this hat with little penguin on top? I sell it to you for five thousand dollars. Go buy, go buy cheap hooker. Well, what, what about this? What if you think? What if it were uh, a lot better regulated? Do you think it would be a solid venture for gambling online? Only if you could make sure that it wouldn't go to teenagers. Because that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, it kind of goes back to the. Uh, do you remember? Do, do, do you recall? Do you recall the the camel, the Marlboro camel? I they can't use him anymore. Yes. Yeah, yeah, See, because, yeah. Because yeah, because they were marketing it to kids. So you got these asshole YouTubers that are marketing this gambling to teenage. They're 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 noticeably teenage audience. So then you you know you would have to have like the FTC come in and and actually make sure that if if any any sites or or partners of sites or or promoters of sites are advocating uh, a, a primarily teen audience to use this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. I mean, especially when it comes to to video games in general. I mean, your primary audience is 
default is children. I mean, really. Yeah. Impressionable youth. Okay. Stares at here. So, I, <laughs> I mean, of course, when it comes to gambling, I mean, laws are going to vary state to state. But what about the online realm in general? I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I haven't looked into it lately, but online poker, I don't know if that's still a big deal where money is exchanged. But in, in the online realm, I mean, you look at Amazon, for example. Amazon, you don't have to worry about tax when it comes to buying an Amazon anymore. So the state laws don't apply there anymore. What about gambling? Should gambling be exempt from the state laws as well as long as it's online? I don't think so. I think that it should be applicable wherever the. Uh, I mean, like the, it would be almost un. I don't know how how enforceable it would be, or if it would be unenforceable. But to try to like add a tax or some kind wherever your IP is based out of. I don't know how you'd be able to do that. I mean, you can do that, but there are VPNs out there that will make you look like you're in a different country. Right. So I mean, that will be circumvented pretty easily. Well, I mean. That's that's like the only thing I can think of. At least something similar, anyway. I mean, I think that state law should certainly apply because I think that if any, if anytime any any good or service is exchanged, the the state should be able to have a tax levied on it. Well, I, I understand. Because I mean, that's that's economics, but I, that's why, like with with all my gambling, it's not really any different. I can understand I mean, that, but you look at it the way it is right now, like like with Amazon, when it comes to state taxes. Where does that apply? Do you say, okay, I'm buying a, a product from uh, Maryland and it's coming to Oklahoma? Do I have to pay the Maryland state tax or I have to pay the Oklahoma state tax? I mean, where where does it? It, it seems pretty uh, pretty much a gray area as to where the law should apply there. As far as gambling goes, I don't know. I mean, it, gambling is pretty much frowned upon online period right but you know you can you can get away with being exempt from state taxes because it's too difficult to figure out i mean i understand gambling is pretty much only legal in what new jersey and vegas or nevada 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 well it technically it's it's legal anywhere also that there are um like indian lands because i can go to oregon True. like three hours well like two hours from where i am right now and there's casinos and stuff, and I can gamble there. Okay. But it's only on their reservations. Right. Any kind of Indian reservations, the state law is kind of exempt because I've got a casino right around the corner from my house, and I live in Oklahoma. I understand that, but as far as online is concerned, I can understand why gambling would be frowned upon because 90% of the country is outlawed. But as far as state tax is concerned on sales... When it comes to online buying and selling, it's kind of pretty much why they haven't really enforced it and why they're kind of keeping it neutral is because you go on Amazon and you buy something, you don't pay a state sales tax. You just yeah. get it. In fact, I don't do you do you even pay tax on or do they build it in the price? They probably built it in the price for Probably. For, okay. Like so it makes me wonder it makes me wonder if the distributor has to pay a tax on it. Probably, but they probably build it into the price. But as far right. as, as far as your specific state goes, you you don't get the discrepancies between tax rates. Right. From what I understood, it, it's supposed to be the uh, the state that the product is being issued from, like whatever that product would be. Sure. But like, so for example, that's why some people will go like to other states to buy stuff or to purchase things because they get it at that rate in that state versus their own state. And I, I think it's the same thing with, like, shipping and stuff, too. 
Okay. I'll ask again. Do you feel, and I'll ask Jared this time, do you feel state tax should be applied to online sales? You know, I mean, I'm going to say no, but the only reason that I'm saying that is really because you get taxed for literally everything. And I mean, it's really only a matter of time, so let's just enjoy it while we can. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really all that it boils down to. I mean, it's really only a matter of time with the way that they they come down on pretty much everything. It's uh-huh. really time until they start doing it anyway, so it doesn't really... As a follow-up, do you think that if properly regulated, there should be online gambling? No. I, I honestly don't feel that, that that could be something that could ever really work. For the most part, it's really just because you can't see the person who's doing the gambling like i can walk into a casino you know and they have, they can look at my id they can see that i'm not that i am of age or i'm not of age when you're doing that online i mean i remember like before way way back in my day um trying to go to like a website that's got like alcohol or anything like that and ask for your birth date it doesn't matter what number you could put in there i put in that i was like 200 years old they don't care as long as it's something pornography <laughs> Yeah, sure. like, yes, I'm definitely 18. <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah, I mean, that's a good example right there. But I mean, you know, I mean, it's, you can't, unless there was some way to verify it, but there isn't. There's really... Sure there is. You wait, See, I mean, like, it, it would be very, it would be very, like, one of those, like, you know, hmm, hmm, hmm. But I mean, you have, like, your online gambling site, then you have to have your certificates from, from the FTC and overall federal agencies, and then you put in your social. That doesn't mean anything. They know for sure who you are and when you were born. Even though the you thing- could have went into your mom's purse and got her yeah. social security number. Yeah, exactly. And that would, but the, yeah, I know, but you can. But then I'm pretty sure that your mom would be like, well, there's this thing where, like, my, my bank account's filling up with money. <laughs> where, well, you know, and you, you know, you're really good at this. <laughs> you're doing this, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, then you'd have the kids that might ask, you know, they're like, hey, I'm going to be doing this, Mom, and I need this information. Or well, hey, your mother is going to be like, here's my social. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never, I mean, honestly, like, I'm just saying, like, you never know. But you have to understand that, like, it might not be, like, little kids asking for it. But, like, you know, a 15, 16-year-old kid. Or they could be getting the information for something related to school or just stealing the information. Hey, Mom, there's going to be some money going into your account that I won from playing Team Fortress and selling hats. Like, oh, man. I, I could just see it now. Freaking, <laughs> uh, you got your sewing circle going on, and 42-year-old mom is like, my 11th grader is such a good luck charm. He just brings in so much money. Dollar dollar like, bills, y'all. I like how like you immediately went like sewing circle. I mean, like <laughs> she couldn't go to like she couldn't be standing around smoking smoking cigars at the gun club, being like you know, <laughs> little Tommy sure is fucking killing it at the poker tables. <laughs> yeah, so I stereotype. Okay, you did Whatever. bad. <laughs> they could be they could be hitting the old meth pipe, you know, and I mean, they like, need, really? Mama needs a new pair of teeth. Really, I mean, like, if you're really like gonna, if we're, if she's just gonna give out her social, I mean, that's probably accurate. That makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, what do you think? Like, okay, what do you think? Um, we did an episode on esports a while back. How do you think? Do you think maybe perhaps that esports might hit the gambling scene? 
Yes. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I would say maybe at, like, a casino or something, you know, where it can be done. I, I could see that being a thing. But honestly, I mean, this is just my opinion. I think that a lot of watching a lot of esports, it's kind of fucking boring. But I mean, then again, I also do feel like, you know, watching football and stuff is also equally boring. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit around and watch a bunch of like 12 year old Asian boys like play Team Fortress and bet money on it. I I would like to posit that my ultimate snooze fest would probably be online NASCAR. <laughs> oh no! I would be. I would be like. I would be. I know because like, see, the regular NASCAR puts me asleep, but like, I can at least last through about 40, 40 laps. But the 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 I just and I start to kind of, but like online online NASCAR. Where it's in a casino, you might as well mummify me because I will never wake up again. Oh no, I'm sorry, it's... Kyle. No, I love Kyle. See, the <laughs> thing about Kyle, no, see, here's the difference though. The the difference is that whenever I watch Kyle and I can watch his stream or I can sit next to him while he's playing, Kyle is super animated. He's very interesting. But like you know, but whenever you're watching the esports, you don't get that. You get the commentators who for for NASCAR. I mean. I assume, presume that at some point since you are card-holding Americans, you have seen at least some NASCAR, that they are not very interesting. Like, NASCAR commentators are boring. Like, I mean, like, I think that, I think football commentators are, like, way more, way more exciting, but nobody beats soccer commentators, especially Spanish soccer commentators. The best! I don't know. I mean, like, I wish that, okay, now I wish that Jerry Lawler would would commentate NASCAR. I would watch that. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I don't know. I think League of Legends casters are pretty animated. I mean, the game itself. It depends. I, it, 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 I, especially the first eight to ten minutes of uh, League of Legends games, mm-hmm. professional games, are Dude. just snooze fest because they're farming. Right, but right. but the casters themselves are just like, oh, my God. <laughs> they just get so into it, and I. It's broken I, I, in half. Never seen that. I, I've always watched it, and they were they usually talk about like you know, like what they're gonna hope that they hope to see at the later game, and you're like, okay, and and it's very it's very analytic, and I really appreciate that. I have seen a couple of times where they've done StarCraft commentators who were super into it, and like they're getting really pumped up, and I'm like, shut up <laughs> because they're like they get like like oh my god he's getting another probe he's getting another probe out he's putting him towards the Vespine gas he's gonna go over the left Vespine to go right Vespine I'm like does it fucking matter <laughs> shut up Jesus Christ it's the first five minutes of the game it's the first five minutes of the game shut the fuck he doesn't know you don't know what you're gonna do because you're just resource building shut up just shut the fuck up no one cares just get Sky Williams to start commentating stuff. Sky Williams is so and, he is and really I will <laughs> I would watch lots of esports just based on that. I have only I had only ever seen one thing on him and, and it was a it was a video where he was talking about women in in, in uh, streams uh, the titty streamers and and I and I and I only watched it because of one of the other guys that showed up in it and I, I enjoy his commentary and I, and that was the only time I ever seen him but then I saw him on another podcast and I'm like this guy is really funny and he hits all of the minority demographics so he can say all the things that I can't say. <laughs> And that's, I mean, which I think is unfair, but, you know, I mean, at least, you know, God bless him, at least somebody can, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Speaking of, like, boring esports, like, if you guys have ever watched, like, World of Warcraft arenas... No, please don't. God. It is, I would, I would, I would rather watch NASCAR online, 
I, a thousand times over than watch yeah. anything World of Warcraft Arena related. It's literally 30 minutes of three jackasses trying to stun one guy and just get just the right cooldowns to go off to kill him by the time that stun is up. And it's literally back and forth, like 30 minutes of just one guy gets stunned. Okay, this I'm, guy gets stunned. And then it's just, it's so fucking boring. I think what's the worst part about watching that, because I, I did watch some of that, um, the esports bit of it, and it was it was the worst. It was the worst because I lived it, and I'm like, like so, like they all like you know they all play smear the queer on the on the healer, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh my god, bro, no, I feel you, because like it's that panic of like you know please don't heal, please don't stun me, please don't stun me, please don't stun me, oh they stun me, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and you start jamming on like the bulwark totem, being like, oh give me that little bit of HP, fuck, okay I lived, okay we're good, just keep doing it again. Huh. And then you yeah. got Joe that's, you know, doing his own thing, and we have to kind of cater to that, and <laughs> when I'm trying to peel, Joe's running off picking flowers, and... <laughs> I, I, I can see... See, now, the thing I think is interesting about, like, as far as online gambling goes is that stuff like that, and, and, and even to, like, CSGO, like, making it making it legal to be able to gamble on it would be, would be like a modern-day blood sport, and I think that's fantastic. I love stuff like that. You know, shock, I love blood sports. But, like, I know. I mean, like, in, in you know, World of Warcraft Arena, you bet in the arena. Oh, it would be great. You have champions. No, and, like, I don't think that, like, betting on stuff like that would be fair because you just look at the teams and just go, okay, this guy can stun this guy one more stun than the <laughs> other guy can do. Well, I'm going to bet on that team. Like, that's why, like, you know, the, the Warcraft Arena is, like, a shitty example because it's not really, like, a real good eSport. I mean, like, they go three they go three Mistwalkers and everyone just pretty much AFKs out and then the other team wins. Or three Resto Druids. <laughs> And they just run around in circles, and everyone, like, the other team just gets tired, and they time it out. And, you know, <laughs> they still get points for it. Right. Nice. So we can pretty much count out World of Warcraft Arenas as something you'd probably want to gamble on. No, absolutely not. I mean, like, the MOBAs are good. MOBAs can, cause MOBAs can be really exciting, because, like, there's, like, that, you know, that one guy who gets too far out, and then, like, the other team pounces on him and just murders the hell out of the entire team. Joe. Joe. <laughs> one one guy one guy turret dives for a little too long. Looking at you, Illidan. <laughs> yeah, that's all Illidan's really. Holy uh, diver! Well, okay, let me ask you this: as far as online gambling goes, uh, do you guys remember DraftKings? Yes. Yeah. I don't really understand wholly how it do- works because, like, I, I also don't, I also don't, you know, shock. I don't care about football. Also, shock. I, I don't do fantasy football unless, like, it involves dwarves and dragons. So, you know, why don't you explain that to me? Freaking nerd. Um, <laughs> it's it's literally dra- Dungeons and Dragons I mean, for people that like sports. Well, okay, I so okay, let me let me explain it to you. Okay, so. First of all, there's a thing called fantasy football. Fantasy football is you put together a team of players, uh, whether it be baseball or football or whatever, uh, and you make your ideal team uh, based on what's available. You have your little draft. You put together a team based on who's available at the time. You go through an entire season. Whoever performs well on your team gets points. Whoever has the most points wins against that certain person that you're going against for that week. Frank, what's up? I I just have a, so when you say who's available, are you talking about presently playing in like the league or yes. whatever? Yes, okay. because the the, yeah. the stats directly represent what they did in a game that week. Okay, because I don't like because it would only work for me if it was anyone who had ever played baseball ever. <laughs> so baseball is one of them. Football is another. 
but basically you don't have to watch the game but if you do and you have players in that game you can cheer for them to do well because they're going to get you lots of points now okay so that's fantasy football that shit is free now DraftKings took that one step further and they did it week by week you create a team every single week um, they gave you a certain amount of money unless you paid in more to it that you could use to create a team and the higher tier players cost more money and the lower tier players cost less now the odds also varied based on who you picked if you picked the top quarterback in the season uh, obviously it's like two to one but if you pick some unknown third string guy to be on your team and he costs like you know one out of your two hundred dollars that you had to spend for that that week it's like twenty five to one based on how much money you spend the way that works is every single week if you win against an opponent then you get a payout and your payout varies depending on who you have on your team now the problem with DraftKings, and this is why they kind of disappeared for a while, I don't know if they got outed and, you know, the government actually stepped in or anything, because they should have, but the problem with DraftKings is it is legit gambling. You are putting in money and crossing your fingers, based on chance, because anybody could do anything in their games for that week. So, if you pick, you know, a top-tier player and he got injured in the first minute of a game, you're fucked. And you just wasted all that effort and resources on that top-tier player. But if you just so happen to pick a third-string player that got in because two other people in front of him got injured, and he you know, got three or four touchdowns or a home run or whatever, you're fucking looking at you know, thousands of dollars in a payout. That is all like 95% chance. So it is gambling. But the problem with DraftKings is they really pushed that it's a skill-based game. They never wanted it to sound like it's gambling because of the fact that once it's called gambling, the FTC will step in and say, we're shutting this shit down. Isn't, isn't there isn't it wouldn't it be impossible to call it anything other than that? Because there really isn't any skill involved. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like a people roulette. Well, that's the skill is you know what your your team is going to be because you picked based on decent stats and you won because you you picked really well. It's fucking gambling. But they spun it as hard as they fucking could to call it a skill-based like sport basically, online sport. Okay. I haven't heard anything about DraftKings in the last 8 months. I would like to see fantasy I don't think they're a thing anymore. <laughs> I would like to see fantasy cockfighting. <laughs> okay. You know? Pokemon, dude. It's called Pokemon. It's the same. Uh, I know. That's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> I think that that should be. I think we should be able to bet on Pokemon battles. That could very well be a thing in the very near future, and that concerns me. I could get me. to that. <laughs> no, I, I don't have that. So now here, here's the thing. I'll be the guy. See, whenever, when, when, when we, when we are all next together, because I don't care about Pokemon, I'll be like. I'll be the guy. I'll be the guy with the rice hat going around collecting like grimy dollar bills and fives and stuff. Whenever we're all hanging out at the gym, the the Pokemon gym. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> I was gonna come on. It's like yeah, no, we're not doing that. Oh, man, can you imagine if your gym was a Pokemon gym? We'd never see you again. I would literally just sit in there defending my gym. <laughs> 
Anyway, so I'd be like, I'd be like, because like you know, you gotta you fight the Pokemon, you put the Pokemon gym, and then you gotta take it for the color, and then like you could take bets to see whether the person actually takes the gym or not. You know, you can't do that with Pokemon Go because it's so buggy right now. So I mean, if they that's, had stuff the, fixed, that's like an extra level of skill. DraftKings 2.0. Yeah, see, we're not we're not gambling. It's a skill based game. Where, you know, we have certain overhead costs that need to be observed by the crowd, you know? No, I feel you. <laughs> we just gave somebody a great idea. We should patent that. Whoever listens to this podcast, they're going to be like, oh, They could call it Poke Kings instead of Draft Poke Kings. Kings. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Lionheart with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Uh, no. Okay, well, in the movie, it's basically a bunch of street fights. And there's a big old crowd surrounding said street fight. I feel like it's going to be like that, but with smartphones. It's going to be like that, but, like, did you ever, like, go into the... That's a stupid question I know you have. But you ever, like, in the card shop where, like, you know, you get, like, two of, like, the top players, like, in the, in the area, and they're fighting, and, like, literally everybody surrounds them? Yes. It's going to yes. be like that. I mean, because it's... But it's going to be like that, like, that weird mixture of, like, of, like, cologne and ladies' speed stick. It's going to smell like bod body spray. Yeah, I mean, I always felt bad for those guys. I felt like they should have been given, like, the little, like, uh, the painter's masks. You know, whenever they're playing, they get surrounded. Because the guys on the outside can go and they can get air. <laughs> they could See, leave at any time. They can leave at any time. It's strongly encouraged. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can really, like, I feel that if Pokemon got to that, it would be gross. There'd be so many people that don't bathe. I mean, let's let's be honest here. I've gone, there's there's a, literally like six streets down, there's a magic card shop. And I've gone over there since Pokemon Go has come out. There's people that walk out, and they look at me, and they know. Like, when you're walking around and you're playing, you know when somebody else is playing. Like, you don't have to say anything, you just know. And I've had some of these people walk over, and like, they open the door, and you can smell them. They turn and they look at you, and your eyes meet for just that split second. And they start walking towards you, and I walk the other way, like, as fast as I can. I'm like, I don't need to beat this gym. I'm done. <laughs> but that, I mean, I guess that that would actually go with the online gambling thing, because then you wouldn't have to smell them. Yeah, you could stay in the comforts of your own home and bet on the neckbeards. Yeah. See, see here's what would be great, though. I mean, like, you could, like, what's great about Pokemon Go is that you could do live events, you know? I mean, you could show up with your big Poke belt. And you like your boxer shorts, and like your, you know, uh, and then you show up at the gym, and you throw down, and then and then Rocky beats the shit out of you, you know, and you lay there all broken and shit, and then you die in the third time, the third movie. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> no, just like this. I don't think it's gonna be like that at all, actually. I think it'd be great because I mean, like, if I was a card shop owner, and like, I would, I would set up events. You know, you sell like water and stuff at, 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 like, you go to like, be like, you know, on this day, everyone, I mean, cause presumably at some point they're going to have like Pokemon, like, like one, one person can fight another person's Pokemon. I mean, at some point I, I think they would have to. Well, right. I, I can tell you right now there, it's actually brilliant. And I don't know why more places aren't doing this. So there's places that you can go when you're walking called Pokestops. And they're just, like, basically attractions in the area. And a lot of them are businesses or stuff near businesses. There is a uh, coffee shop right up the street from my house, and they've got a Pokestop right in front of their business. 
every single day, all day, they've got a Pokemon lure there, which is something that you can put there that basically attracts Pokemon there. And you can you can get them from leveling up, but they I know they they're paying for it. They're buying these little tokens to draw people there. And every day since this game has come out, there's probably 20, 30 people standing around that coffee shop with their phones out and a coffee in the other hand. That's fantastic. And I mean, it's it's brilliant. And I don't I don't see why there's more places that aren't doing this because it it works. I've I've put up a lure in a random spot. And I've had people come screeching into parking lots near where I'm at to get out and just stand near this spot. And I mean, it's marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. And, you know, I think, I don't know, personally, I think online gambling should be legal. I do. But, I mean, I think that it needs to be less catered towards kids. Sure. It uh, needs to follow the, the, the law of the land. Uh, as far as online gambling is concerned, in my opinion... It falls along the lines of online pornography, uh, and it falls along the lines of addiction in general to me. I don't mind gambling, personally. I enjoy gambling, and I can, you know, call it quits when it's time to fucking call it quits, but I know there's plenty of people out there that just can't not do the addicting thing, you know? And if gambling were more readily available, I think it would break certain people. Which, you know, to each their own, I get it. Don't fucking ruin it for the rest of us kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it being more of a thing. I would actually prefer it to be more of a thing, but I could definitely see the negative side effects to it. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. What do you, uh, you guys got any final thoughts on it? On online gambling? I agree with you for the most part. As far as, like, I am hugely addicted to porn, but I hate gambling, so I feel like I'd be safe. I probably have watched more indecent material than any person on this planet. You're probably correct. I bet that you could start an online gambling to bet on the type of porn that Frank would be watching at any given moment. (gasps) Boom. Most people would probably be wrong. (laughs) You got me like. Fap Kings. Yeah, Fap Kings. I'm presently attaching myself to midges versus horses. Oh my god. This is my fetish. Yeah. <laughs> Mongolian herbalist versus octopus. Alright, we're going to stop right there. Before it gets out of hand. Yeah, it's probably for the best. It's firmly in hand, I assure you. Alright, well, if you've been listening, thanks for uh, thanks for doing that listening thing that you're doing. Uh, Thank you! Uh, please do follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already. I appreciate all of you that are currently following. And we will have another episode soon. But until then, thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye.